Bagseed Chronicles is a podcast about cannabis and the people who enjoy it. I hope to provide commentary about cannabis cultivation, cannabis enjoyment, cannabis as an herbal remedy, and hopefully continued cannabis liberation. Now join me, Uncle Dig, and let's overgrow the world. everyone, welcome to Bagseed Chronicles, and today we are going to talk about consumption methods. So everyone has lots of opinions on consumption methods, but um, the only person's opinion you should matter about is mine. Huh? No, Anyway, so there's a few different ways that you get flour to consume it, right? You can eat it, you can smoke it. You can use a topical, you can put it on your skin, and you can inhale vapor, which is different than smoking, because it's not as hot. So, let's talk about eating it. Eating it is the uh, slowest one to take effect, but it is the most profound effect, I would argue, and I would argue that eating it is not the best way to introduce oneself to the plant. Um, if smoking weed is like shaking hands with the plant, then eating it is like having sex with it. Um, it's just uh, it's just you go way deeper, way quicker when you eat it. Uh, a lot of people make the mistake of eating it and they never want to come back to it because it was just too intense all at once. So I would advise newcomers not eat it. For the first time they ever have cannabis. Um, I like eating it. Um, my favorite way to eat it is to make butter and then cook it in cannabis caramels. Um, but yeah, eating eating it is fine. Um, I think it's an excellent way to consume CBD products. Alright, now let's talk about vaporization. Why not? So vaporization is basically heating... The um, cannabis, uh, whether it's uh, a concentrate or ground up flour, it's heating it to the point where it's going to like release the oils. They're going to start vaporizing, but they're not actually going to burn. So it's right before burning and then you can inhale that vapor. And I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I haven't found a satisfactorial effect from vaping. I think it... It's kind of a hollowed out high, it's a hollowed out medicinal effect, but I definitely think it has its place and it's really useful if you want to be discreet. For example, if maybe you have kids and you don't really want to have the conversation about cannabis consumption yet, or you're at a place where you want to be discreet for uh, other reasons, like you don't want to attract any kind of, you know, bacon. Um, so, but... What's the next way to consume? So we've talked about vaporization and we've talked about eating. Now let's talk about topicals. Now topicals are pretty amazing, especially if you've got some joint pain. Get some uh, lotion that has cannabis uh, 
it has some infused cannabis, uh, coconut oil or something and rub it all over your knee and it can really help that. It can help your back. Um, it's pretty localized. You need to be able to reach to rub it in, um, or have someone else do it for you, but it's very useful in a medical regimen. I don't make it myself, so I generally don't use it unless someone gifts it to me because I don't, it's not something I generally buy. I probably should, but, um, I'm kind of, uh, stuck in my ways as far as consumption methods in a lot of ways, but topicals are definitely useful. And one of the first ways I ever actually uh, had cannabis was uh, was a topical. I rubbed it on uh, a joint on my hand that's severely damaged, and it uh, it alleviated some pain for me. And that was one of the things that really really impressed me about cannabis is that there's so many different ways to use it and different ways to imbibe it um, to your comfort level. Now I don't know. I've definitely felt like I've felt like a little bit inebriated from skin tinctures and stuff, but I don't know if that's just me being silly. I've heard other people report that it's possible. I don't know. I think it is, but your mileage may vary. Um, anyway, but on to my favorite way of of consuming. You know, actually, before we get to that, let's talk about um, a concentrates versus flour, right? So raw flour, like if you buy like an eighth of, of whatever kind of cannabis or weed you would buy, like I would get an eighth of, of, uh, thin mint girl scout cookies. That would be just flour, you know? So it's like, you know, dried and cured. Hopefully it's cured at least. Um, it's not often always cured. It should be cured. Anyway, my beef with the rec market aside, uh, dried, uh, medical flour in a bag. It's just a dried cannabis flour that you then would prepare and smoke or, you know, how prepare however you would prepare. Now, concentrates are basically hash, which is like um, when you take the plant and you shake it over a screen and you take what's left, the powder that shakes off the plant, basically the trichomes which are the part that have the most THC and then you're pressing them into cake and that's, that's hashish. And then another form of hash is BHO or butane hash oil, which is like, or butane honey oil, whatever they, uh, and it's just, uh, like that concentrate using solvents. So it's like a solvent hash and there's all kinds of different hash. And then there's concentrates that, you know, you might say aren't hash. I don't know. I think of most concentrates, as different forms of hash some gay guys may have different opinions i just consider hash anything that's concentrated past raw flour form whether it's dry sift hash bubble hash or bho or rosin i think of all of that as kind of hash Um, people may have different opinions on that bho is basically they extract it by blasting it with uh butane and then they collect what's on the other end and then cook the butane out and what's left is what you're smoking. Rosin is like press rosin is like when you take the flour and you press it under a high pressure press and what leaks out the sides of that basically just raw plant extract is rosin. Um, I If I was more of a of a dabber, which we'll talk about later, I would I would prefer to dab rosin. But so anyway, speaking of dabs, let's talk about smoking right my favorite form of consumption i i don't know if i've talked about that on that show it's a controversial form of consumption 
I'm going to say I'm not a doctor, obviously. Um, I used to smoke cigarettes, so it, it definitely helps me not do that. So I don't smoke tobacco. So I view smoking weed as like at least a harm reduction thing as far as tobacco consumption is concerned. So maybe that's not the best approach for you. Maybe you should vaporize or eat it or whatever. But if you're a former cigarette smoker, I would definitely say put down the cigarette and pick up the joint. Your mileage may vary. See your local laws. Anyway, so consumption methods as far as smoking. So there's like, as far as I'm concerned, like with flour, there's like the trifecta, right? There's the joint, there's the bong, and there's the pipe. And forever will cannabis aficionados war among themselves about which is best. I enjoy all three consumption methods. I will say that I do tend to stick to joints and bongs if I have enough flour, but I'll gladly share a pipe uh, with someone. Um, So let's talk about a joint. So a joint is basically a cannabis cigarette, right? It's a, it's a, it's, chopped up or ground up or cut up or broken down flour rolled up in a, in a piece of paper that you then light on fire in one end and then smoke like a cigarette. Cause it's basically the same thing as a cigarette, except it's got cannabis in it instead of tobacco. Now there are many ways to roll in a joint, I, roll joints. I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty, I'm a joint aficionado as you know, I've rolled Dutch tulips, which is one straight joint with like a big, folded contraption that where you light the end of it for a little bit, it looks like a tulip, but you have to be careful with those. And then, you know, I've rolled cross joints. I've rolled all different types of, I've never rolled a braided joint because it seemed like a lot of work and it didn't seem like that much fun, but you know, I love rolling Dutch tulips when I have big outdoor harvests and stuff. It's really fun. Anyway, moving on for joints. So let's talk about a pipe, right? Sherlock Holmes, classic pipe. It might have a carb. It might not, but a pipe is a pipe is a pipe is a pipe, right? You are taking a device that has a bowl on one end where you put the cannabis flower, you light it on fire, and then you suck it out through a tube the other end, right? A pipe. Pretty simple. Um, I don't know if anyone really needs me to explain how a pipe works. Now, moving on to a bong, right? Now, bongs come in a couple different, like, main varieties, I would say, right? There's a couple different ways that a bong can be organized, right? First of all, a bong can have, like, generally, like, one of two shapes. You know, there's some exceptions to this, but basically, it's going to be a straight tube or a beaker bottom. And a beaker bottom is going to have, like, a bubble or, like, a beaker shape at the bottom of it where it has more water at the bottom and it kind of flares out at the bottom so it can hold more water and then it narrows up in a tube coming up to your mouth. Whereas a straight tube is just a tube where the water is at the bottom of the tube and you're only filtering just through that little bit of water. Now, I prefer a beaker. Um, some people prefer straight tubes. I think that's personal preference. Either one is valid. Now, there's also a couple different ways to carb a bong, i.e. like to clear it once you've filled the chamber with smoke. Um, you have to clear it somehow, right? You have to pull the smoke out of the bong into your mouth, right? Um, so there's a couple different ways to carb a bong. You, uh, you would hold the side. There's a, sometimes like back east they do this where they have a hole in the side and you're just holding it while you're hitting it. And then when you move your thumb, almost like some carbon carp pipes, all the air will flow through there and you'll suck the smoke up. 
And then there's the way I like where you pull a sliding bowl out and you clear the bong that way. Um, bongs are, I always kind of think of bong as like the sword of the stoner, you know, like if you're into bongs, you know, if you're a bong person, I feel like once you get like your first like big bong, it's like, it's like, it's like, a, it's like a soldier's rifle, you know, it's like, it's like part of your, your stoner you, you know, it's pretty cool. I think a, a bong is a very special thing. So yeah, like, uh, I enjoy bongs, you know, I primarily smoke weed and ideally I would, I would prefer to filter it through water, through a bong as far as like health is concerned. I know it might not necessarily be healthier, but I have noticed that when you smoke through a joint or even through a pipe to a lesser extent, if you smoke a lot of weed, um, you get kind of a dry cough and stuff. And I think that smoking through the bong helps lessen that. Um, of course I'm not a doctor, so well, that's it for today's episode of Bagseat Chronicles. I hoped everyone enjoyed hearing me talk about some of my favorite consumption methods, and I look forward to talking to you sometime soon. Grow your own so you can blow your own. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh my lord, did we forget to talk about dabbing? <laughs> Someone was going to be mad. Um, so dabbing, right? So dabbing is basically smoking hash using a hot surface. That's basically what it is. That's all it is. It's like a knife hit, but like they've made it way more complicated. Yep. Well, not so basically, uh, I guess I'll explain it. So a dab is where you take a torch or maybe you have an e-nail and you heat up a surface and then you put the uh, hash or BHO or rosin or whatever concentrate you have and you place it on the superheated surface and then inhale the smoke that co- that results. So yeah, you're basically smoking hash. Some guys will say they're vaporizing, but it I guess it depends on the temperature. Some people like know how to get the temperature just right. But if you see someone taking dabs off a red hot nail, they're smoking. Anyway, have a great rest of your day and let's overgrow the world. Thank you for listening to Bagseed Chronicles. You can contact me on Instagram at Uncle Dig or at my email, UncleDig4 at gmail.com. The producer of the music found on this podcast is Chad DeVillier. He can be found on YouTube at Ukuleles Are Stupid and on Instagram at Chadwick Enterprises. 